Welcome back to Two C's with a pod. That was, that was a different one. I like that. Different there, yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Mix it up. Mix well, up. you get it. You you have to mix up your cadence. Okay. That's if key. you're gonna if you're gonna try to get people off sides, you got to mix up the cadence. Like we can't snap the ball on one every time. Can't snap it on two. Right. You know we got to come that. up here, get a hard count, maybe get a free play out of the deal. Five yards. Um, yeah. It's free five, five. free five, free five, get, you know, get a, I, I'm, we're just trying to get plays. We're trying to get free plays. Um, well, before we get into our topic, uh, how much did you love the Manning cast? Was it not amazing? You loved Can't it so much. It. I'm telling you, I cannot. There's personal reasons. It's not personal reasons, but I just, I am turned off by Manning's. I'm not a Manning's like as a family fan. And, and, you know, like I have, there's well, like what levels. What did Cooper do to you? There's levels. That's what I'm saying. Like when you don't, when you dislike a whole family, like you can't like dislike all of them the same, if okay. that makes sense. So May, Pey, Peyton and Archie honestly are on the top of that list. And Cooper, honestly, like, I don't know much about Cooper, but the little I know, I actually am putting him probably above Eli in my hatred um or dislike level i'm not sure eli is really kind of harmless i think eli i I don't i find eli to be that kid who eli was gifted a death row necklace by snoop no i've seen this i I, again love the banter love all those things i love the concept maybe behind it i just don't it's hard to laugh and love the people well i watched uh some of the nickelodeon (laughs) you Um, did good good i'm glad uh i enjoyed spongebob Going from, uh, you know, lukewarm SpongeBob to happy SpongeBob when there was a uh, a field goal made. Field um, goal, it lets you know they kind yeah. of pan out, and then SpongeBob either smiles or Patrick smiles, yeah. or then he frowns if they miss. I liked that. Um, I liked the uh, the sliming, sliming the, uh, the the touchdown. That was fun. Um, I liked. Uh, I did not like when they had like the big green monsters come up out of the field that was no, uh, no sense in that yeah you know who i like is nate burleson yeah um, i actually like nate burleson i liked the kid who had the weird adult voice also who was the another announcer guy who I yeah don't know, and, it, and for me that was kind of the and i i i tried to get annika to watch the game with me and it just thinking football. like she'll she'll the like Nickelodeon it. thing yeah but it was not she she lasted about five minutes um sure. So I, I, I think that the way the announcers did it was 100% what they needed to do for the intended audience. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was just not for me, right? So a little too I'll basic. Tell you what, I, I didn't know, need that's to know. what I love about it. That, honestly, I, I, I think for me, that's why I like listening to it because I just don't find them trying to impress anyone by their football knowledge. And I just adore that. I like, I just love listening to them, like the game, enjoy the game, get excited about it, explain different little moments. You know, I, I don't love um, young Sheldon, although um, I think those are really funny little moments where they yeah, pull up just... the little guy. I don't, I don't hate that. And I think you could do that in an adult level, like have, graphics that explain the rules because i do think we take it's probably a way the nfl could draw people in in some ways that aren't long term and you know know the game at at a heavy level you know like having little infographics and and interesting ways to share the information i just think it's it's 
different. I really do. Yeah. And to me, well, the the current model is so boring that I I'm I like anything new. Try something new. You know, it's great. Yeah, I think the alternate broadcasts are, are neat. You know, like ESPN. Like I said, with the to... Manning cast, I just don't yeah. like the Mannings. It's an alternate yeah. thing, which I'm. But I, I I love the concept of like just dudes BSing about the game, and that's yeah, I, what you watch. I used to enjoy watching on the national championship game. They'd have like several different alternate pot um several different alternate broadcasts and then you'd have like you could go over there to uh fine bomb yeah and you know booger mcfarland before he was on hit the big time hit the big time but those were those were interesting it's Um, fun because again there's a level of the pretension isn't there and the nerves and the like the following the formula that works they're just watching the game and talking about it yeah and i think that if i i think if you like for nickelodeon for what they're doing introduction of kids getting kids excited for the game i i think it was great like i say just for me i'm perfectly comfortable with the manning cast to where they're not even talking at all about the game about about the game like they're not saying hey you know and then if you if my team's playing i kind of want the main feed i want to know what the penalties are i want to know injury stuff i want to hear sideline reports i do want to hear you know that type of stuff now i might not necessarily want to hear the uh some of the color commentary if it's yeah. going if it's not going my way um yeah. but uh anyway man um thanks for uh thanks for 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 trying it for 30 seconds and uh i'm gonna, know, I, I'm I mean, gonna i'll I'm, try it more i will give it a shot well you have to wait till next year it's over oh is it oh, yeah no. it's a, ESPN Monday night thing. Um, But, uh, you know, today's topic is the celebration of the one-year anniversary of the return of Happy Matt. Happy Matt, yeah. Uh, The uh, the red-ass Matt that was uh, upset for a a period of four years uh, officially went away. And uh, so I think it's good for us to turn the clock back and see how your year has been uh, since, you know, I mean... Uh, one year ago today, as we record this, uh, Joe Biden was sworn in as president. Um, yeah. So uh, how do you think Joe Biden's doing? Let's just, there it is. There's a, there's today's topic. How's Joe Biden doing? Okay. Cool, man. Great show. Um, yeah. See y'all guys later. All right. We'll talk to you guys next year. On, <laughs> exactly. We'll, we'll recap on, it. I'll think about maybe some more um, adjectives like doing fair. You know, maybe <laughs> your dad used to like fair to Midland. Fair to Midland. Does he still like that one? Oh, of course, of course. How you doing? Oh, fair to Midland. Fair to Midland. I'm doing fair to Midland. All right. Well, I have done. I actually went to our friend uh, Google. Google, which is where um, it's where I get all of my medical information. Same. Um, and then if I need vaccination information, I go to Facebook and see what Uncle Rick is saying. Yes. Um. But uh, Uncle Rico, I, <laughs> Uncle Rico, <laughs> good at football in high uh, school. Also yeah. great at vax vaccination. Well, he he did make pro. I mean, he's he he's not starting for the Eagles, but he's backing them up. Exactly, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Same dude. Same dude. Uh, okay, approval ratings. Let's start Ooh. there. I did I did some research. Uh, oh, I like this. Okay, by, uh, by going out and saying it's usually against the rules, but it we'll, is. we'll allow it. Can I tell you what my research was? Sure. I went to Dr. Google and <laughs> I typed in, how is Joe Biden doing? Amazing. And Perfect. the first thing that came up, I clicked on it. 
-hmm. and then I printed it out. And Bro. so I figured we would just get our reactionary to uh, to what what this article is saying, which is from our uh, our friends at the BBC. The BBC. Oh, the BBC. Yeah. Well, this is good. Yeah. You down with BBC? Good, kind of a niche of uh, you know me. You I do always know. know. <laughs> okay, so approval ratings. Uh, let's see. It says, despite a bitter presidential race, Mr. Biden began his term with 56% of the country approving of his performance. And that has slid to uh, 42%. How do you feel about that? Why um, do you think that is? To, to, because he is Joe Biden. I mean, you have to remember that ultimately, Happy Matt was never going to be and was always going to pretty much return to lukewarm ass Matt um, pretty quickly. Because this is not not my candidate, nor nor ultimately the guy that or the kind of person that I, I ultimately would be wanting leading us and there's many reasons why and his performance has ultimately shown it you know I, I would I think he's a honorable man I, I really do I think his intentions are good but I also think he is a born politician he is doing ultimately what born politicians do which is his attempt to kind of bury himself in the middle and, and to let kind of decisions not be made if possible to not you know to, to do everything politically possible to survive and this is what ends up happening is that you get this very like blah and meh you know um reaction because you ultimately never never deliver on the change that you promised you so know? this this article states that his it's a graph so there is timing here graphs um, and charts this graph shows that it was a, a relatively steady decline but yeah. not any, nothing drastic but there's a drastic dip at the uh, withdrawal from uh, afghanistan the big the, one and there's never really been a recovery of that and then it also says but that's the, such an interesting thing because that's an agreement that was made by donald trump right and i i think oh, that's it's always going to be forgotten in history and joe biden's execution of something that ultimately was a plan that was put into motion before him but could have obviously been improved or done obviously better um is is important to remember but i also am going to tell you that six months down the road here i don't find us to be in any kind of different position on a national security level that was a huge that was a human human rights disaster and if we're again i'm all for us the caring about human rights disasters and i, I do i i do i th i think all the, all the world should but it's always interesting, like which human rights disasters we get concerned about or we want to care about when political certain political people are in charge and then we don't want to care about when others are, you know, if that makes sense. And so, yeah, I think that I don't know that it was necessarily the plan. I think that it, the execution of it came off very poor. I think the fact that we saw on news um, Apaches being flown by. Uh, Taliban. Bad luck. Uh, you know, Children, a, you know, you know that we love babies being like tossed yeah. over fences to you know in desperate attempts to save them. Yeah. Again, just the optics are disastrous, but yeah, it's it always going to be disastrous. Yeah, it just looks disorganized. Then becomes the only thing I will say to this is then the question then becomes, 
can we remember this? Can we remember this? Whether we're Democrats, whether we're Republicans, can we remember this moment and say that no matter what ultimately happens, that we are so, so careful about how and when we commit ourselves to nation building, to attempting to do what we have done so many times in history in recent years, which has failed miserably. And we can blame Democratic presidents. We can blame Republican presidents. We can blame all both, you know, people from all walks of life who have supported these wars that have ended up being terrible, terrible disasters, you know, and I, I support the military and I, I wanted to be careful that the, that's my support of the military is to keep them out of wasted wars. Many people lost their lives, friends of yours, Andy, you know, that lost their lives in this war. And it ultimately look what the Taliban, yeah, so I, the I Taliban actually, are flying uh, Apaches. Right? I was actually and, talking to a few of uh, a few of those friends that that made it back and, you know, I was asking them kind of what their their take on it was. And it was it was interesting because, you know, they they had mentioned like, hey, you're you're when you're there, you're fighting for the, the guy next to you. Thousand percent. You're fighting for the guy next to you to come home. You don't care if he's a Republican or a Democrat. You don't care who's in office. Um, no, no. Racist the, sitting the right thing, next to black people. Like it's a very it's a different right. Field. Yeah, my dad actually said in the military, uh, there's no racism that they tell everyone they're useless. Right, right. <laughs> you know, right. You're, you're all piles of shit, you know, exactly, kind of, kind right. of thing. But and ultimately, but, when the guns are blazing, you don't care if the guy in front of you, behind you, is yeah. whatever color they are. That if they're on your side, then you're yeah, you're, when, you're helping each other. Yeah, hundred percent. One of the interesting things that these guys brought up was that, um, you know, and they they didn't really necessarily blame Biden. They didn't blame Trump. They didn't blame. Uh, they the two points that they made was that the last person that perhaps had any qualifications whatsoever to be commander in chief was uh hw bush uh that okay, had okay. actually served in the military sure, sure sure yes um that clinton didn't uh bush w didn't obama trump biden sure. none of those guys really as commander in chief now the other thing that they said too that was interesting and this is something that you see in in business a lot especially in a, a large organization is that nobody wants to deliver bad news to their boss so the message gets the message gets cleaned as it goes up each level so joe biden had zero idea really what was happening on the ground because it had been scrubbed so many times before it actually got to him that the information that he was working off of that the people that were advising him were working off of that the boots on the ground had said it's a shit show here and by the time it got to him the message was yeah we could Not probably just bad. pull yeah we could probably pull him out but when how's wednesday look what, yeah. oh i got a lunch on wednesday can we do it thursday you know i, um, I mean again i i am i am pro the war ending I am not, of course, going to be ever happy to see the humanitarian crisis that happened. I'm not happy that so many, you know, people on both sides of that war died for ultimately what, you know, 20 years later, it, nothing has changed. And so, I, I, again, the only hope that I have is that we we then start to learn from these moments. Like, you know, just in life or just in general, right? Like, that's the thing. You're going to make mistakes. Learn from them. And be careful of this very kind of nationalistic rah, rah, rah. 
be careful also of, you know, when we feel slighted or attacked, that we are careful about those moments. You know, again, I'm not saying don't defend yourself. I'm not saying like, but there were some very rash decisions that happened right after 9-11 and going into Iraq and Afghanistan that ultimately, you know, 25 years down the road, it were I think everyone would say we shouldn't have ultimately done it or we or we do it differently. Yeah, but what, same, uh... what we know is the results aren't what we what we envision them to be and what we were sold that they would be. And so, again, that's that's the piece that I hope as voters and that, again, people are careful of. And I and I think that that is a moment that Biden is probably not going to recover too much from. Uh, but those are also already people who were who who were on the right side of, of Biden's um, agenda, if that makes sense. Well, on the no. left side, on the left side, he's not pleasing anyone either. He 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 ultimately that's why he, this is where his struggle is, is that he hasn't found a, a, a people to rally behind him because he has pleased no one. He has pissed off all your 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 more moderate Democrats and your more middle of the road Democrats through this Afghanistan withdrawal, through the inflation, which is killing them in their you know we'll in there. their. Oh, I know it's on there. We'll get there. Um, you know all of these different moments that are happening, and that 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 kills your moderates. On the other side of it, you know the more left leaning Democrats. He's accomplished nothing when it comes to anything of as far as a liberal agenda is concerned. You know, so he has no people. <laughs> he is he's peopleless. So he's. Uh, do you think that this this article says he is in a? Uh, I'm going to make a statement. I'm going to let you say agree, disagree, and then we'll move on. Um, the uh, now his numbers are in the danger zone for first term presidents hoping to win reelection. Can Listen. he recover from this? Can he? And, and oh, the other thing, too, oh, is we yes. don't know who his opponent would be. 100%. Okay, listen, there are two reasons why he could recover from this. Number one, the level of recency. Our our media and our world moved so quickly and so so much more on immediacy than it did, you know, even six months ago, 10 years ago, that it could absolutely change in six months. That's just one thing. Just on a on a world level, something could happen that ultimately helps him. Or help hurts him, you know. It could go either way. On yeah, that, yeah. I mean, I so still think that Trump gets reelected if the coronavirus never, if it comes out. I, I think. Oh, maybe I don't know. If you know you, what I mean? Me, I if think you that... elect Joe Biden. If if you as Democrats run Joe Biden, then absolutely, because then to me you have no foil. You have ultimately you have the same two guys. To me, we want to be careful about like. I don't find Joe Biden to be that far away from Donald Trump, although I, I absolutely support and trust Joe Biden 100 times more than I do Donald Trump. I, I don't I'm not impressed by Donald Trump's ultimate capacity to do the job. Now, I'm not sure that I trust the capacity of Joe Biden to do the job, but I com but compared to Donald Trump, it's not even like an, an even or. Now, what you know is, is that I'm not going to vote for a Republican. So if it ends up being Joe Biden and it's, let's say, a more moderate, you know, it's a Mitt Romney. I'm not voting for Mitt Romney. I know Mitt Romney. I'm not I'm not tricked by Mitt Romney. I ain't voting for that dude. It okay. will be it will be Joe Biden. But listen, 
the the problem is i'm not the i'm not the person that joe biden needs needs and there are people who will say okay i had i'm i'm not sold on the trump train and i actually am totally not down for him but i ain't some sort of red ass liberal like old famer over there you know i'm i'm a more middle of the road guy they voted for joe biden they will vote for mitt romney over joe biden the question then becomes if Donald Trump runs again, which I am so I would bet again, I've lost a lot of money for Donald Trump because I would have bet a million dollars. He wouldn't have been president. So I wouldn't have this million to spend already if someone would have took me up. OK, but I will say that I, I bet that million I don't got too that he will not run again, that he will continue to flirt with running, continue to enjoy the power that he has, the incredible power and influence he has but not have to worry about doing the job that he desperately hated, that he actually did not want to begin with, and somehow won. And then when he won, he didn't, what he hated the most was losing. He just wanted to win again. He didn't really want to do the job again. I have no, I have no reason to believe that, right? So if he runs again, then Joe Biden wins again. I, I, I think that personally. So moving on. Yes. Sorry. President Biden, who says he carries a card in his pocket with the number of Americans killed by the virus, has made it clear that tackling the pandemic is his top priority. Has he got the pandemic under control? Is that are you asking me that? No, of course not. Well, that's a question that was posed in the, the research oh. that I did. The Fair. article. No, thumbs which down. that I'm reading as no, we talk. Because I'm <laughs> Very well prepared. Again, he was handed a disaster and has done one step less than a disaster of a response. Again, do I trust Joe Biden? And I'm glad it's Joe Biden over Donald Trump. Yes. Am I impressed with the job Joe Biden has done? No. Right? Like, no, 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 no. Zero. Terrible job. Terrible job. So when he was, uh, when he was sworn in, Cases were on the decline. They they declined pretty well. Um, then as October rolled around, they kind of spiked, and then they've spiked. Reported cases have, have spiked. Andy, and what, say, ask yourself, what would have been, what's the next probably biggest political disaster that could have happened besides Afghanistan that he hasn't done, which would re-lock down, okay? Here's what I think people that re don't, I, I think people that, are Joe Biden voters, honestly, are people who know who kind of get the science of coronavirus. OK, at this point. All right. And what I don't think is that they're blaming new variants and things like that on Joe Biden. I, I hope not. Surely not. I don't think so. Right now, again, the question then becomes, do I blame Joe Biden for how it's been managed when it comes down to the boots on the ground concept of how to deal with it? I don't like how he's handled schools. And like I said, could you imagine if he were to really do what could keep the numbers down, which would be another semi-lockdown or something like that, he, he, his numbers would go to 20s in the, in the yeah. teens. So he has he's in a political bind when it comes to that. So I, I but I think people realize that. I hope people realize that, that as much as they so they can't really blame Joe Biden for the coronavirus spiking. Ultimately, because they he, they know he can't really lock the country back down again. What I blame him for is the response when it comes to like getting tests to people, 
getting mass to people, which is something he's obviously acting on now. Too little, too late. Well, he can't get the test to people because they keep getting stolen. You hear about that? I don't know. Probably. That there's like a there's like a, this black market. Um, well, there's this uh, this stretch of train uh, railway in L.A. that is I've being seen that. robbed. There's like train robbers. Yeah. Yeah. Now, like bandits. Bad the, band, the bandits are back. Bad, bad dystopian. <laughs> but they're not, they're not on horseback with like bandanas. They just jump on the. They they really just jump on the the trains. Get the no the, those and then they of course they just uh, get the hell out of there. And there's because yeah. there's only like one dude running the train, right? And there's just shit tons yeah. of product. And all it takes is about five dudes to jump on there and just grab all the gear. So I do think, and this is maybe an ignorant statement on my part. Um. I think that the handling of the coronavirus in the last year has all but made it similar to the common cold or the flu. I think that I have people at work that uh, she's been wearing a mask around, and I said, hey, her husband uh, convinced he had a cold, and he's got the, he's got COVID. Of course. Okay, so she's going to get tested, you know, and all this, but no symptoms, you know, people are not, people aren't dying from this. Like, if you look at this deaths, like. If you're vaccinated, yes. When he took over, you know, your deaths, um, you know, your, I guess these are seven day averages, you know, they were up near 3,500. Again, you know, during the summer months, really down, then the winter comes around and people are, you know, fall rolls around, people move back inside, you know, that type of stuff. But there's still, you know, you're under 2,000. I, I get it. That's that's not great. But, you know, if you think back two years ago, coming up on 20 months, whatever it is, if you heard somebody had COVID, oh, uh, there was a death sentence. No, no. Today to was yeah. the two-year two year anniversary, anniversary, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. The well, first and if case. you remember right, in a couple weeks, it will be when Patrick Mahomes saved the super spreader event. <laughs> right from san francisco from San Francisco, parade yeah because if they would have had a parade you know they wouldn't have masked up they would have put two million people in close confines and that's when it was hitting the city of san francisco so again everyone you're welcome right and we'll try to help with that this year as well yeah we'll do it again we'll do it again we'll, we'll take that bullet yeah. for everyone um so anyway i mean i think that on the i think that it's how we're classifying it you know, because I don't know that we necessarily like I, I was talking to, to somebody a few weeks ago or a couple of days ago. And I was like, hey, do you remember a couple of years ago when you just had a, a head cold you couldn't kick? Right. You, you just had this crap you couldn't get rid of. And now you get the sniffles and you're like, oh, man, I got it. I got I got the virus. Yeah. You know, and realistically, like if you think about like rewind the clock, say two years ago, let's say that you got a cold. Okay, well, what happened, right? You you continued to sleep in the same bed as Deanna. You continued to walk around the house with the kids. You continued to, you know, live your life, right? I, I've just got a cold. And what happened? The entire house got the cold, right? Well, if you would have just quarantined and isolated yourself for a period of 10 days, nobody in your house would have gotten the cold. Yes. Again, it's the next if you would have taken two weeks off of work because you had a cold. Now, culturally, that would not have been acceptable two years ago. It, right. Two years ago, if you would have said, hey, Mr. Principal, I have the sniffles. 
I'm taking off. I'm shutting like, down what? for two weeks. Yeah, what are you talking what about? What do you think yeah. the answer would have been on that, right? Dude, like now, if you're like, hey, I've got symptoms, they're like, don't come in here for a week. Stay away. <laughs> Take it easy. <laughs> Just go away. As a matter of fact, uh, never come back here. We'll Teaching see. is tricky, but we'll see you next yes. year. I mean, there. I don't. I don't know that that's the operation nowadays. It was six months ago. I, I don't, I don't think now like it's as much just because of the teaching shortage and like the way we've kind of started to handle it. Like you're saying, I mean, is more of a commonplace, you know, but yeah, I, again, I think Joe Biden ultimately is going to, it will depend on who he runs against because he's very much that type of candidate and, and politician. And let's be honest, that man ran for, for president shit tons of times, so many times. And yeah. and didn't didn't even break the 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 surface, right? And there was a reason behind that. And so ultimately, like he is not a good politician. Never has. He got been. that Obama dust sprinkled on him. He got Obama dust sprinkled on him, and he got the blessing that he see what he doesn't have is Hillary's negatives. Hillary had the blessing of running against Donald Trump, but what people had no people like me, and I think people that you know maybe like. Well, I get it now, obviously, but I had no clue really the negativity that people had towards Hillary, right? And so I had really no clue. I'm thinking, you know, yes, people, I get it. Yeah, Hillary, blah, 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 you don't like her, but Jesus Christ, you're not going to vote for Donald Trump over Hillary, even though, you, you know, she's a competent human. He's not, right? That's what I was just thinking in my head, and I, I didn't, I completely discounted, and that's what, do that created Donald Trump. Let's be careful. I think he loses every... That's the other thing we got to be careful of. I think he's a unique candidate in that way that if he isn't running against Hillary Clinton or someone as divisive and as hated, he also loses every election he runs. Right. That's why when he goes against a maudlin candidate like Joe Biden, who no one really hates, but no one really loves. It's just this guy, you know, he's going to get beat. He's going to get beat because the negatives don't you know, outweigh it for to, to people just go, I'm going Trump, man. I can't all hated Hillary since I, yeah. for, you know, right. And I can't put no, and again, some of it is obviously sexism, you know. I, well, and I think that Trump got the benefit of the devil you don't know versus the devil you feel like, you know, when he ran against Hillary. And then I think that Biden got that same benefit of the devil, you know, versus the devil you don't him. know. Now people so, knew him and yeah, this is right. He did not do what he should have done. He re he built his base to a really just hardcore base of 40%. Yeah. A hardcore base of 35%. So yeah. how uh how has the US economy fared under his watch? For many Americans, the number one issue facing the country is the economy. When Mr. Biden took office, the pandemic had slowed job growth and the US had faced unemployment woes due to the lockdown. The unemployment rate has continued to fall since its peak at the start of the pandemic. However, uh, millions of Americans have now quit their jobs uh, and other economic headwinds have arisen instead. What say you? How's the economy? What, what president uh, in the debate? What, who said in the debate? It's the economy, stupid. Uh, I don't remember what candidate. It's, yeah. I mean, it's been a statement that's been around in politics yeah. for was, years. I don't I remember who's state. originally coined that. Yeah, and it's no. always going to be a thing. And no, I mean, I think he, you, you, 
what what uh, he, you're seeing the effects and again this is my political you know view of it and spin of it but you're seeing the effects of what ultimately happens when you see a large large tax cut over a period of time you saw it when George H or when George W passed his massive tax cut he got two he got two you know terms he got 8 years presidency by about the 6th year after he had passed this big massive tax cut in his second year, by year six, the economy's fallen off the off the face of the planet. Yeah, did you get your child tax credit? I didn't get mine. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not, I don't even know. I don't, that's the I boss. I didn't get that, business. man. It's but, the new year. They took like, that away from me. I needed that I money. Know. And so, you know, like I just think that's where it gets to be right here, where you start to see again, you know, the effects of a top-heavy tax system and top-heavy for four years. You saw everything possible done to kind of undercut what had been done for eight years prior to. And so you're seeing the effects. And Biden doesn't have the political coalition or the willpower to really do anything about it because he's, he's again, he's a political animal. What he needs to um, do and what I'd love to see him do is do stuff that wasn't politically important you know like good for him that was best for the country you know but i don't i don't think that's who he is well yeah. the interesting thing is is that so inflation's up seven percent um according to this article not i didn't do the research so no, no. um we're, we're, we're trusting using, the bbc we're, yeah we're trusting so inflation's up seven percent which is to be expected when you give people money and say go spend this money sure so then you know you get you get that money put back in, um, you know, and so, uh, you know, I think that that's part of the. But it's just interesting that you go from like four years of a president, a president is a president for like a year and a half. And now it's, you know, it's somehow his, his inflation, right. You know, somehow now, you know, in, in January here of 2022, you know, that and I'm fine with him owning it. I'm just also someone who realizes that these kind of large swings are always put in motion years before well, years it, before. Well, you know, the one, thing one about this one, though, is it, it was a um, I think that you're seeing a huge spike in inflation because there was a huge like a massive drop. When the pandemic hit, there was so much unemployment that consumer spending stopped that they only they had to take a short-term view and pump money into the economy to get it basically had to get the momentum back up now you're paying for that on the the backside with all of that spending that your inflation has gone up because you've pumped all this money into the you basically you've artificially you artificially corrected a natural issue right so it's kind of like when a dam diverts yeah, a, yeah. a river, you know, and then it creates a lake that it has artificially stopped what was naturally there. The natural cycle of this was there was a natural cycle that the pandemic stopped. So right. then there was an artificial injection, which now you have the natural cycle kind of comes back, but that natural cycle takes that artificial injection and spikes inflation so it'll, it'll be interesting over the next couple of years as maybe some of these subsidi subsidies and some of these infusions and um, things like that those programs somewhat go away and things get back to quote unquote the normal 
cycle. Right, right. The, the natural, the natural evolution of things, the natural order of feeling the flow. Feeling you know the, flow. the the economy. Um, okay, next question: Has yeah, he delivered? I get, it's tight on my. Time has here. he delivered on immigration reforms? No, none of that. Not none. No, no deliveries. Again, it will depend on. So, in some ways, there's nothing that that ultimately you can say positive happened. What I would also say is that I don't know that anything, you know, terribly negative is happening other than just very much staunch, you know, stuck in place, you know, very much kind of wheel spinning type things, you know, right or wrong, you know. So, like, no, 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 not fixed immigration. All right. Last thing, his yeah. accomplishments. Okay. You want me to just Short read list. these? I'll okay. read these. You can respond. Uh, Mr. Biden was able to achieve some early successes, passing a 1.9 trillion pandemic relief bill in March. Thoughts, comments, reactions? You don't care. Okay. It's fine. No, it's good. I mean, it's good. I just don't see the money ultimately helping that much. But go ahead. I'll take. I mean, if you got an Better extra one nothing. point, if you got an extra 1.9 trillion laying around, you want to send the my way? I'll, I'll take it. Where is it going? Where is it going? That's. I, I would love to know. But the, good. It's got. Hopefully, it's helping someone. He also got the U.S. to rejoin the Paris Climate Agreement, Excellent. delivered one hundred million, delivered one hundred million jabs for fifty million people in one hundred days, and reversed the ban on transgender people in the military. Thumbs those, up on the transgender. Those don't thing. all seem to like. Those don't like. This is all in one paragraph. Those don't seem to like match the paragraph. Like this feels like it should be a bulleted list. Like the yeah. whole 1.9 trillion pandemic. Okay, bullet. Rejoin the Paris climate. Bullet. Uh, delivered. But they kind of, it's like all of those were connected by the way this was written. Yeah. Not no, to get not involved, gonna... you know, not to not to be a critic of this journalism here, but yeah, come on, BBC, I, get it right. I don't no, feel like how... those, all those things are he fine. rejoined the Paris climate and he's letting the transgenders back in the military. Tell me how those are connected. <laughs> Wait, those are connected? Zero, none. <laughs> it's not... Although, again, it's just that there are some things that that liberals would point to and go that that's those are little moments that aren't important. Like those things are important and, and I'm glad that they are happening. And that's why, again, I vote for Joe Biden over any Republican that will run because there's no Republican that would do those things. But I'm, I hopefully I will be able to vote at some point and we'll put somebody with some true, real progressive chops in there to give it a shot. I feel like, again, the Republicans and the Democrats on, on the right of both sides of the party have had many, many opportunities to try this thing out. Progressives and folks on the left have really never really had their guy in there. And we could point to Obama, but that dude was not a lefty in any shape or form. Yeah, he, he actually was a lefty because he wrote left-handed. Oh, he wrote he left basketball left-handed. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, but lefty, he was definitely a left As a left-handed as, person, <sighs> I can tell you that he was a lefty. He's very lefty, but yes, but on the flip side, like as far as politics goes, he was not. Although, again, I, I appreciate him as a president, I just really appreciate him, but definitely by far, yeah, our he best wanted to push him right. Like, he didn't have a very good right, but like, you know, if he got left, man, he could get around, he, he was, could get he his was shot was off. Good. Yeah, he was he quick, was good. He was, but, but yeah, no, he wanted to push no, him no. right. I hope, uh, he, okay. I hope he gets bold because he realizes that ultimately what he's done is a bad. Okay, two last things here. Despite opposition from Republicans and a fractured Democratic caucus, he managed to pass a $1 trillion infrastructure bill in November. 
Let's see it put into motion. That is good, and it's obviously needed, and it could put in some jobs. But see, that's what I'm saying. That's the kind of piece that, like, it, it three or four years down the road, we'll know if it was good money well spent. And well, it I don't know if we're I don't know if we're really seeing it because uh, MoDOT is like 700 jobs, 700 drivers short statewide. That's why when it snowed last weekend, we went from having clean roads to what is referred to as passable. Did you yeah. know that? Did you know that our the uh, the spec on MoDOT now is that the roads are passable, Love and that. that they've re they've rezoned everything. Right. So, like, well, I like that we got a an alert to watch out for the Joker um, last yesterday. That was that was a pretty cool thing from the Highway Patrol. Did you get that? Gotham City, Missouri. Gotham City, you yeah. To be careful, and which again for me, I was like, "Is there really a Gotham City?" Because I was like, "I don't think I've heard of Gotham City, but I'm sure there is probably." And then it all kind of clicked for me eventually that yes, this is clearly some sort of mistake. And then that's what they sent over. Yeah, but someone got hacked. Hackers. Last last one. Okay. All right. A longer term accomplishment may may be his prolific appointment of judges. He has named more in his first year than any president since Ronald Reagan. He has appointed 40 judges to Donald Trump's 19, Obama's 13, W's 28, Clinton's 28, H.W.'s 15, and Reagan had 41. I really think he could have probably slammed two in to get that, that record, but he's uh, he's one behind Ronnie. Uh, your thoughts, comments, good. reaction. No, that's very good and very important. You know, that's the, some of that little kind of more local federal judge. Stuff is incredibly important when it comes down to voting rights, when it comes down to election security, when it comes down to all kinds of things that are important. Yes, it's a good thing. Okay, so you are thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs in the middle. On, thumbs in uh, the middle. Thumbs in the middle. One and year. I'm always going to be, until unless something just absolutely changes drastically with his attitude and who he becomes as a politician, it will always be thumbs in the middle. Right, just right in the midsection, right in the belly button for Joe. That's <laughs> that's where my thumb is solidly stuck. That's where I'm at. Well, uh, I want to congratulate myself for getting you out of here with one minute to spare. Perfect. Uh, take us home, Matt. I got nothing. Joe Joe Biden is that on that opinion, or are we, are we doing anything? I mean, you this gotta is just, set me up for this. Yeah, this is, I just, I yeah, this is just a point where we're we're gonna hit the stop button. So oh, okay. you know, you get the last word because okay. I've been taking the last word on the past few episodes. But so I like I, your last words. I love your last words. You're good at wrapping things up. Well, we hope you've enjoyed this uh, <laughs> one question podcast. How's Joe yeah. Biden doing? Uh, send your hate tweets to at WMC Hammer. 33 on the Twitter. Try not to participate in politics anymore on the Twitter machine, but make, make sure to copy us on at CS underscore pod. Whatever you do, do Let not include at Andy Kavanaugh on any of these hate <laughs> tweets. No, uh, of course not. Matt is the politics guy. Um, exactly. Well, yeah. we'll talk to HR about that later. Yeah. Yeah. That was, uh, that was fun. Kelly was, uh, uh Kelly's fantastic. So can't, can't wait to have him, uh, have him back on. So right. we'll get, we'll get some, uh, Kelly will read some tweets for you. Oh, Lordy. Can only you, imagine. Yeah. So, all right, man. We're going to have Kelly back on. We're going to have At Living the Dream on this year. You know, we're, we're going to have a lot, lot more guests. Yes. A lot more guests. Um, you know, so. 
All right, man. Uh, let you get out of here. Thanks for uh, thanks for squeezing this one in. If you know, oh, what I mean. appreciate it. It's always fun. <laughs> All right, buddy. See, See you guys next week. Bye bye.